My recommendation is that you start now and just take it one step at a time. I named my business Next Step Fitness intentionally because I want everyone to focus on just taking the next step. Every movement forward is movement forward. So if you can't do three workouts a week, do one. If you can't pack your lunch five days, do it twice. If you are focused on your goal, start where you are and make intentional decisions that move you in that direction. Hey, welcome to the Next Step Fitness Podcast. I'm your host, Sarah Fullerton. I'm a certified personal trainer, a registered nurse, and I am passionate about teaching people how to fit fitness into their busy lives. Bad crash diets, gimmicky fitness trends, and over-restriction are not welcome here. Instead, I am focused on helping you build fitness habits that are sustainable, realistic, and enjoyable. I want to help you take the next step towards your fitness goals. So let's get into it. Hey there, welcome to the Next Step Fitness Podcast. Today is our holiday episode. We're going to go over mistakes that people make during the holiday season and how you can avoid them. And so we are fast approaching Halloween, Thanksgiving, Christmas, that holiday time. It's the most wonderful time of the year, as the song says, um, in my opinion. I really enjoy the holiday season. Um, but this is a period of time where it is very easy to veer off path um, in terms of your fitness and nutrition goals. And I am here to give you some guidance and support for ways to plan ahead and to prepare yourself for the temptations and challenges that do arise during the holiday season in terms of maintaining your uh, fitness routine and your nutrition routine. If we plan ahead and know what's coming, it'll be easy for us to maintain the path. Maybe veer off slightly here and there, but for we will end December and go into January. So I'm going to go over the top five fitness and nutrition mistakes that people make during the holidays. Now, I quickly want to mention that I am never going to stand on a soapbox and point my finger and tell you what you should do. This is what I think you should do. I am just here to guide and educate you on these topics so you can make the decision. The responsibility is on you to make the decision for yourself. So that being said, we'll go ahead and start with mistake one, which is not planning ahead. Now, this one is not specific to the holiday season, but it is certainly applicable to the holidays. For one thing, in the United States, I talked about the three holidays that occur between now and the end of the year. That's Halloween. Thanksgiving, and Christmas. So we've got the candy holiday, we've got the turkey holiday, and then we've got the ham, cookies, hot cocoa, candy canes holiday. Oh my goodness. Lots of food-centric activity with all three of these holidays. So by planning, because we know these events are happening, they happen every year at the same time, we are much better prepared to stay on track and not let things feel out of control. We can look at the events coming up and figure out how we're going to navigate through them by enjoying our favorite parts without shame or guilt. This is key. This is so key. So many people feel like they have to restrict, 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 and then they actually end up going so far on one side of the spectrum that they almost have a whiplash effect and go um, swinging to the other side of the spectrum. I really highly encourage all of my clients to identify 
what sort of food activities or food involving activities are really important to them. Sometimes uh, foods are tied to memories, especially around the holidays. And I want uh, people to be able to enjoy those events and those situations without feeling guilt or shame, because that is where you can kind of move too far into the other direction. I don't want to be whiplashing from one side to the other. I would like you to be able to maintain in the middle whatever feels most comfortable for you. Believe me when I say, and this is again my own opinion, there's no science to back me up here, but indulging for three days, Halloween, Thanksgiving, and Christmas, indulging a little bit in those three days is not going to significantly change your progress by a huge amount. Indulging in three days, no. Indulging for 12 weeks might change uh, your overall progress by a pretty significant amount. Again, this is all anecdotal. I have no science to back me up here. But thinking about those three days versus the 12 weeks between the time that I record this episode and the end of the year – huge uh, difference in time, huge difference in amounts of time there. So just think about that. So what can we do to help combat this lack of planning? Well, it's easy. You just plan ahead as much as you can. I would suggest scheduling your workouts way in advance and try to stick to your routine as much as possible. This is a time, again, very busy period of life where your schedule might change. And so thinking about how your workouts and your nutrition is going to play into that by planning ahead is really going to help set you up for success. And this is when I recommend deciding purposely if you actually need to make a change. I did a a podcast uh, two weeks ago about when to change your routine if the season of life or your schedule changes. The holiday season is a great example of this. A lot of people have events that are not normally occurring throughout the rest of the year. There's parties, there's family, there's lots of different other events outside of our normal routines most of the time. And so deciding if you need to change your workout routine to keep you consistent, remember consistency is key, uh, please do so. I would much rather the clients that I train do one workout every week consistently through the holiday period then plan to do, let's say their normal routine is three, then say, oh, I'm just going to do all three as normal and then do nothing. I would much rather you do one a week consistently than plan for three and do nothing. Consistency is always king. So mistake number two is being too strict. So there's a lot of traditions, memories made, and joy around food and the holidays. And this can be cultural. This can be uh, part of your family history, all of this stuff. And food plays a big role in a lot of lives for uh, certain people. So restricting yourself if these foods are important to you is not a choice that I really uh, support. Saying no too much can actually increase your risk of overindulging later. If you restrict yourself from foods that are important to you. I just don't support that. I think that there's a way to meet in the middle and find some balance there. Strategically saying yes to your favorite foods actually increases your likelihood of sticking with a plan long-term. And I've seen this in my own uh, coaching practice. The principles and methods that I teach to my Next Step Foundation's clients are meant to be practiced for a lifetime. And that includes, like I said, strategically saying yes 
to certain things? Sometimes the answer is yes, and sometimes the answer is no. Where people get into trouble is when the answer is always no. Restrict, restrict, restrict. I can't have that. I can't have that. I can't have that. I would much rather you say, you know, I don't want that. I I could say yes, but I don't want to. Or I, I do want to say yes, and I'm going to. The balance there, and I'm not saying this is easy. This is very challenging. This involves a lot of dedicated practice over time. But that strategic yes is so powerful because it gives you the ability to advocate for what you really want, right? What is really, truly valuable to you. And so, like I said, these principles and methods that we practice um, in my Next Step Foundations program, like this kind of stuff, are meant to be practiced for a lifetime. And Christmas, Thanksgiving, these holidays happen every year. So how do we navigate through them every year in a way uh, that feels supportive, right? If we're being too strict, what do we do about that? So if you're worried that one Christmas cookie will send you down the rabbit hole, take some steps to stay in control of that. Practice strategically saying yes to a few things and see how that feels. It's like an experiment. Experiment with saying, strategically saying yes, and see how that feels. If it's starting to feel out of control, then then back up. Use that data to make decisions moving forward. You also might want to try to limit your access to certain foods that might be harder to say no to. That is your choice. That is your decision. You get to decide what feels right for you. So those are some strategies to help if you feel like you are too strict with yourself uh, during the holidays. Mistake number three is throwing discipline out the window completely. Now, this mistake is one that is a little insidious and can sometimes happen in the background without you even being aware of what's happening. The holidays are a perfect time for this to happen because there are several events in this two to three month period that involve uh, lots of time commitments that are not part of your routine, like I was talking about earlier. It's very easy, very easy to push pause on your workouts when the kids have Christmas activities, your family has parties to plan, presents to buy, haunted houses to build, pies to bake, all of these things, lots of time commitments um, required. So it's very easy to say, oh, well, I'll just, you know, I'll start again in January. Very easy to say, myself included. Sometimes it gets, it gets really chaotic and crazy around the holiday period. And it's very easy to uh, let your workouts kind of fall to the side. It can be very tempting also to say yes to all of the tempting treats and food that make the holidays so special. So what do we do about this if this is something that is a challenge for us? This is a great time to try a skill that I practice with my clients a lot called a mini timeout. And I learned this from uh, Precision Nutrition. If you find yourself wanting and we'll we'll use food as an example here. If you find yourself wanting, let's say, a second helping at the office Christmas party or another slice of pie or um, more of the food that you're currently eating, I encourage you to take, and I call this a mini timeout, doesn't have to be long, two to five minutes. Take a few minutes and just sit with that feeling and identify what is your motivating factor here. Ask yourself questions like, How am I really feeling right now? Am I still hungry? 
am I feeling anxious around all of my extended family soon? And so I want to comfort myself with some extra food. Am I tired? Am I stressed? Am I bored? Or am I truly still hungry? Or do I just want another piece of pie because it's delicious? All of these questions are valid. And all of these questions are important to ask because it allows you to make an informed decision. Let me give you a little hint. There are no right or wrong answers to any of these questions. Whatever comes up in your mind, honor that and use that information to make a decision that works for you in that moment. Remember, there's always choices that either put us in the direction towards our goals or further away. There's no right or wrong. There's no good or bad. There's just decisions that take you in the direction that you want to go. And there's decisions that lead you away from where you want to go. That's why having a focused goal is so important. You need to know where which direction you're going to. Each moment we get to decide what is important to us. So when we take this mini time out, this two to five minute period of time, it gives us space and opportunity to make an informed decision. And sometimes that decision is another Christmas cookie or another helping of ham or another serving of whatever dish you um, comes to mind for you because you want to enjoy the taste and flavor. But if you are making an informed choice, you might say to yourself, you know, I really want another scoop of scalloped potatoes because they're so good, but I'm not super hungry anymore, so I'm just going to have a small amount. Or you could say to yourself, you know what? I actually feel full and satisfied and I don't need any more food and I also don't want any more food because I know that if I eat a little bit more, then I'm going to feel too full and uncomfortable. But a lot of times we don't give ourselves space to make that informed decision. We tend to be reactionary and just act very quickly. So, and again, it does not require a long period of time. I usually suggest two to five minutes to just sit and ask yourself these questions. Am I really still hungry? Well, yes, I am. So I'm going to have some more food. Well, actually, no, I'm not. So I think I'm going to be good for now. And, but the most, the key here, the key here is that you are making the decision. You get to take ownership of the decision that you make and then honor that. Okay, mistake number four is leaving, I call it leaving it for January. People love to start working out in January. They say to themselves, well, I'll start in the new year, so let's enjoy all this food while it lasts. You know, they say, all of this is going to go away in a couple weeks, so I'm going to indulge now because, and that comes from an attitude of restriction because they believe that in order to be healthy, and I'm using air quotes here, They have to restrict, restrict, restrict. And so they're saying, I'm just going to go enjoy myself while it lasts. And I'll just, you know, I'll start my new routine in January. I really disagree with this. Like I've mentioned at Next Step Fitness, we teach fitness and nutrition principles that are meant for life. They are lifelong habits and behaviors that lead you to um, achieve your goals and beyond for life, Christmas, Thanksgiving, Halloween included in that. They, they're they meant to be practiced forever, not just from January 1st to January 14th, because most people who start New Year's resolutions, 
barely make it out of January. I think there are studies that have said that most people don't even make it past uh, the middle of January before because, and this is what I, this is my opinion, because they start too fast and they go too, they try to go too far too fast. And so this, this attitude is the beginnings of this, this attitude of, I'm going to enjoy myself now because when I start my healthy habits in January, I'm not going to enjoy that. So it's already putting the mindset in your brain that being healthy is restrictive, it's not enjoyable, It's and that is just something that I really disagree with. I really feel like there can be a balance of of these types of behaviors in a way that serves you well long term. So a little tip from me to you, don't leave it till January. Just do it now, right? One of the trainers that I respect, John Goodman, put it really well. He said that busy times, like the holidays, is actually the best time to start a fitness routine if you are starting a new uh, routine. Because if you can stick with it when you have a crazy time in your life, it makes it that much easier to stick with it and stay consistent. There's that uh, buzzword when things are calmer. So don't wait until January. My recommendation is that you start now and just take it one step at a time. I named my business Next Step Fitness intentionally because I want everyone to focus on just taking the next step. Every movement forward is movement forward. So if you can't do three workouts a week, do one. If you can't pack your lunch five days, do it twice. If you are focused on your goal, start where you are and make intentional decisions that move you in that direction. That can happen at any time of year, at any time. All you have to do is just make the decision to start. If you play your cards right, you can do that successfully and still enjoy the foods that make holidays special for you. So the last one is the fifth mistake, which is not allowing for grace. And this one I think is so valuable and is really not specific to the holidays. All of the above mistakes that I've gone over, like being too strict, not planning ahead, all of those um, mistakes I've gone over, can and probably will happen in varying degrees over the holiday period. The most important thing, and this is why I've left this for last, the most important thing to remember to keep yourself on track is to give yourself grace when things go sideways, not if, when. It will happen in some degree, at some point, things are going to go off the rails. That's just part of life. But how you handle that is really going to determine your your overall success over time. When things go sideways, get back to your routine as soon as you can. If you are too rigid with yourself, and I'm talking about the all or nothing approach here, if you are too rigid with yourself and demand perfection at all costs, especially during the holidays, you'll end up sabotaging your progress and you can actually derail your progress completely by um, maintaining that attitude. I encourage adaptability, staying flexible, making changes as needed 
in honor of consistency. What is going to keep you consistent? That is the my siren song with all of the clients that I work with, with anyone that's come that comes to me for help. That is the question. What do I need to do to stay consistent? That is the question that you constantly need to be asking yourself. We are all human. Sometimes we make choices that aren't necessarily in line with our goals that we might feel bad about. Acknowledging this and forgiving yourself is so important here. Owning your own humanity and saying, this happened and that's okay, let's get back on track, is one of the most important secrets to success. Remember, and I know I say this again and again, but the reason why I do is because it's so important. Consistency over time wins every time. Constant forward action, not perfection. I'm going to say that one more time. Focus on constant forward action, not perfection. Okay? So I hope you find this episode helpful. If you can think of any other mistakes that are typically made around the holidays, I'd love for you to share those with me on social. Um, I hope that you take out from this episode what I ended with is that we are not perfect. Perfection does not exist. There's lots of different variables at play around the holiday season that can feel like they're trying to sabotage your fitness goals. But if you plan ahead and give yourself grace, you'll be able to move through this season enjoying yourself and stay on track at the same time. So I wish you luck with your workouts this week, and I'll catch you in the next episode. Hey there, thank you so much for listening to the Next Step Fitness Podcast. If you enjoyed the episode, make sure you subscribe. Ready to take the next step? Consider writing a review or sharing this podcast with a friend. I would love to hear from you. If you have any fitness or nutrition related questions, please send them to podcast at nextstepfitness.com. Remember, the next has no E. It's nxtstepfitness.com. You can find me on Instagram at Sarah C. Fullerton and on Facebook at Coach Sarah with Next Step Fitness. Remember to check out my website, nextstepfitness.com. There you can find the show notes for this episode, information on my one-on-one coaching programs, and additional bonus content. Thanks again for tuning in, and I'll catch you in the next episode. Until then, remember, just focus on taking the next step, because that's what will lead to lasting success. Talk to you soon.